When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. What is up, Tom Mob Tempo Podcast listeners? Welcome back in for another episode. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight I'm here to break down some Auburn and Tennessee basketball that just occurred on this uh, great Saturday night. And, hey, look, what a game it was. Uh, got got chippy, slimy, um, uh, gritty. Um, you know, at, at times in the game, Jabari Smith catching a tee. Didn't really agree with it. I'm I'm a little more uh, I like the old school type of way the, the allowing trash talk, um, you know two guys ultimately competing, uh, banging down low and uh, scrapping, clawing and fighting, and one guy says, "Hey, you're soft," and they team up. Right. I mean, he did use uh some some uh, worse language than what I just used, but hey, they're competitors. Let the kids play. Um, no need for a tech there, in my opinion. But just wanted to get on here and, and break down the games like I always do. Uh, starting off early this morning, man, you had uh, you had Purdue and Michigan State. Michigan State coming out and and uh, just really pushing Purdue around in the paint, and it was it was surprising to see. And and uh, Michigan State ultimately coming out on top and getting a win. Things got really hairy right there at the end uh, with the worst three worst inbound passes that I've ever seen in my life in college basketball. It was absolutely horrendous. Michigan State throwing it back towards Purdue's basket and ultimately throwing it out of bounds. I mean, it was just uh, giving, giving Purdue the, the, the side inbound and, and with a chance, I think it was like .4 seconds to win the game, and, and then they throw it in and, and hit a Michigan State guy in the back and lose the game. It was just – it was bad, bad basketball right there with uh, with under a second left 
on those inbounds. So, um, yeah, Michigan State gets the win there. They knock off Purdue. And then right after that, you flip over to CBS and you got Arkansas just pounding Kentucky. And, you know, Bud Walton Arena packed out 20,000 deep again. And they're jumping, going crazy, louder than ever. But, hey, Oscar Sheedway, hey, put a stamp on player of the year. Put a stamp on it. Give it to him. I don't have his stat line in front of me, but dude dropped 30. All right. He dropped 30. He went off. He was on the boards. Just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, dude, he can't be matched. I mean, um, bad thing for Kentucky is nobody else really uh, showed up. Look, Ty Ty Washington's still hurt. All right. If you're a Kentucky fan and you listen to this show, Calipari playing him today, Man, it was iffy in my opinion. Iffy in my opinion. He was hurt. You could tell, especially in the first half, you could tell. Uh, just not 100%. And if it's me, I don't know. I don't know if I really take the chance to play him there. Calipari did. I guess that's why he makes the millions, and I don't. So, um, But, hey, Arkansas pulls away in, in the final minutes, and Kentucky hits a three at the buzzer to cover. Meaningless three, but they covered. Arkansas was minus three there, and – and uh, Kentucky covered off of that. So a lot of heartbreak, uh, a really bad beat for whoever bet on that game. And if you did, I hate it for you. So uh, after that, man, we flip over to Auburn and Tennessee, and Tennessee comes out with a 67-62 to victory, and Auburn falls to 25-4 and on the season and 13-3 and in the SEC. Tennessee now 21-7 and and 12-4 and in the SEC. And, and you got a little log jam. Uh, right there at the top of the SEC, you got Auburn, Tennessee, Kentucky, Arkansas, right there, man. And, and um, you know, hey, Auburn, you still control your own destiny to be SEC regular season champions. All right? Don't hang your heads. There's uh, nothing to sit around and pout about. You got to come back Wednesday night. You got to go to the hump in Starkville and get a dub. All right? Flush this one. Flush it. Flush it. And we're, and we're going to talk about it. And there's some things that I really want to bring up that just aggravate me sometimes about this basketball team. And like I said, my opinion, uh, you don't have to agree with me, but I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. And look, first thing, before we even talk about the game, before we even talk about the game, I see a lot of people on Auburn Twitter talking about dancing on the logo. Okay, and how it's not a big deal and all that. Look, as an athlete, as a former athlete, when I played baseball and you come to my house and you pulled some shit like that, that it's disrespectful. And and it fires every athlete up. I'm telling you, all of y'all, if you're on Twitter and all that saying it's not a big deal, it is a big deal. All right. It, it, I'm telling you, it'll fire a team up. Tennessee walking out through the tunnel, and they're seeing Auburn sitting there dancing on their logo. I'm telling you, it fires a team up. Fires them up more than anything, man, to see crap like that. Auburn has gotten a big head, um, and, and I think they've gotten a little cocky. And uh, they need to tone it back a little bit, in my opinion. That, that's just the first thing, but the, the pregame – um, you know, I was talking with my dad about Juju Smith-Schuster. Go back and watch the NFL mic'd up clips 
and and Juju dancing on midfield logos and all those dudes at the disrespect they took to it. They said, hey, this is our house. You don't dance on our logo. All right. You can do it in Pittsburgh, but you don't do it at our house. And and that is what kind of, hey, if you want to dance on the logo in, in Auburn Arena, go ahead. But, man, when you go on the road and, and you're up there with Rocky Top playing and, and those fans, you know that it gets crazy up there. And just, man, tone it back a little bit. Tone it back. Go dance over by your bench. Go dance in the tunnel. Whatever. Um, that's just me and my opinion on that. I'm just not a fan of it, man. I, th- I think it fires teams up. Um, I think Arkansas laid down that dunk at the end of the game. I know it didn't count, but um, they threw that dunk down right there, and, and I think that's why they did it. They said, hey, you want to come jump on our logo? Well, here you go. Here's the return favor. Uh, instead of pulling the ball back out, we're going to slam it home on you and rub it in a little bit more. So, you know, like I said, I think Auburn's gotten the big head. They've got a little cocky, and it needs to be toned down a little bit, just my opinion. So, jumping into the basketball game, uh, Auburn shot 23 of 65 from the field for 35%. They were 5 of 24 from three-point line. Man, this team, I I tell you, I've heard some people say, oh, they're 10 times better than that 2019 team. I, well, I'll tell you what, the 2019 team could shoot the three ball. And honestly, that's why they made a deep run into the tournament is because they just – they could outshoot folks. This team, I mean, right now, outside of Jabari Smith, I mean, KD had a good game today. I mean, but he only hit one three. He was one of three from three. So, man, we struggle so bad from, from three-point line. It's, it's – it's baffling to me. I mean, and at the beginning of the year, it was lights out. It was lights out, you know. Um, so uh, it, it's that is it's super concerning going into March, man. I'm, I'm telling y'all, a lot of you are sitting here and like, no, we're fine. It's just a tough schedule. No, it's not fine. Auburn has to break out of this slump some way, somehow. Um, only got to the free throw line 15 times. Um, and then that's one thing I want to talk about. 11 of 15, shot 73%. Biggest stat of the game, Tennessee, 54 rebounds, Auburn, 30. You're never going to win with that stat. Tennessee, 21 offensive rebounds, Auburn, 10. And you lost 67 to 62. You got out-rebounded by 24 rebounds, and you lost by five. Okay. There was a there was a, a similarity to the other two road losses. These games, they all three of them, man. You go back and watch all three of them; they mirrored each other. All right, look at the final ending. Jabari Smith trying to bring Auburn back into it. All right, look at Arkansas. Jabari Smith trying to bring Auburn back into it. It they mirrored each other. Look at Florida. The Florida game, the end of the Florida game, trying to create a turnover. They get it, and then they don't, you know, they don't take a final shot and all that. I mean, it's just Jabari Smith dropping, what, 28, 29, 30 against Florida. I can't remember what it was, but they mirrored. All three games mirrored, uh, mirrored each other. And <laughs> we thought Auburn was improving on, on um on the glass, and it's not like Tennessee had a size advantage or anything. I mean, you got 
Jabari Smith down there and you got Walker Kessler. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Next biggest stat to me is absolutely incredible. Um, Auburn had five points off the bench today. Wendell Green, five points. All right. Uh, Tennessee outscored them 19 to five off the bench. Wendell Green Jr. had five points, two, two of 15 from the field, one of seven from three. All right. Jalen Williams, Dylan Cardwell, and Devin Cambridge, scoreless. Devin Cambridge, um, you, man, I'm just not a fan of Cambridge threes. Okay. And I see a lot of people that will agree with me on that. I'm just not a fan of Cambridge threes at all. I'm not. I, I, I should be on a no shooting policy. Uh, I think J Boy said something on Twitter about it a while ago. Um, and I laughed at it. I mean, a no shooting policy. Yeah, man. Mm. Zero points from those three. Five points off your bench. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Kessler, three of seven from the field, eight points. Got in a little foul trouble there in the second half. Go to, had to go sit down some minutes. Uh, kind of hurt Auburn down the stretch, honestly, uh, in my opinion. Jabari Smith, 9 of 21. Absolutely love Jabari Smith taking 21 shots. I've been calling for it on this, on this podcast. I've been calling for it. Jabari Smith, 20, 21, 22 shots a night. I need to start seeing it. All right. KD Johnson, 7 of 13 from the field. Uh, one of three from three, 18 points. Jabari, getting back to him, had 27 points, eight rebounds, was three of nine from three. Man. Man. Hey, KD. KD had a, had a, had a solid game. Had a solid game getting back. I like to see the confidence coming back in him. Um, but, man, Wendell Green Jr., and Zep Jasper, and and even KD, man, the inconsistency here lately. These past three weeks, it's been so inconsistent. The other night, you know, Wendell comes out and and he, and he has a really good game, and then we're like, okay, well, here we go. Zep Jasper offensively had a really good game the other night. Said Bruce Pearl wanted him to be more aggressive, and, and then he comes out tonight and takes two shots. Ah. I don't know, man. It's just it's it's mind blowing the inconsistency, and and I'm telling you, Auburn without guard play, without special guard play in the tournament, Auburn's not going to go far. I mean, look, I still think that they could get to the Sweet 16 if they have the one or two seed. Um, I still think they can get to a Sweet 16, but beyond that, man, I don't know. Uh, when you when you start playing the best 16 teams in the country, or you know, I mean. It's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to advance if Wendell Green is shooting 2 of 15 from the floor. Really tough. So, you know, and talk, talking about Wendell Green, uh, you know, Tennessee come out, I think they jumped out to like a 5 nothing lead, and, and you know, it, it got to uh, – it got to – 10 to 8, and then Wendell Green Jr. comes down with 14 minutes left in the first half, and he he buries a three. So that right there, you was like, okay, here's Wendell. He's popping threes early, seeing it, throwing it into an ocean maybe. Let's see if he gets hot, all right? And then Wendell Green Jr. again, 546 left in the first half. Hits a layup, 
ties the game up 19-19. People, that was the last time Wendell Green scored. It was with 5.46 left in the first half. It was with 5.46 in the first half. And Auburn was down 19-13 to with 7.18 left in the first half. And Wendell Green tied it up 19-19 on that shot. And that was the last time that he scored in the ballgame. Auburn went on a little run to close out the first half. And then, hey, Auburn gets the ball. Under 10 seconds left in the first half. Jabari Smith gets it at the uh, top of the arc, uh, straightaway three, and knocks it down as as time runs out in the first half. And that's what I was talking about on previous episodes, man, is is if you, if you, if you don't think Jabari Smith doesn't take the last shot or need to take the last shot, then you're crazy. Because you saw it today at the end of the first half. If it is a game-winning situation, Jabari Smith needs the ball in his hands. You saw it at the end of the game. We'll get into that in just a minute. It's, it, I mean, it's not rocket science, people. It's really not at all. Um, dude's going to be a top three pick. I think he's the number one pick. And like I said, it's not rocket science. The dude needs the ball. He come out in the second half. Moving to the second half, he comes right out, attacks the bucket, gets a layup, and uh, it looks like Auburn's about to, you know, put Tennessee away. It looks like they're about to put them out of their misery. Auburn gets up 11, 39 to 28. I think there was 16, 42 to go. And uh, Tennessee at that point goes on an 11-0 run. They tie the game 39 to 39. And I think – Auburn was scoreless from like, I mean, they didn't score again until the 12-21 mark. Jabari hit two free throws, got fouled, hit two free throws. And, and, and look, Auburn caught some tough breaks in the second half, man. Uh, at the 11-42 mark, I wrote down in my notes that, hey, Cambridge gets a big offensive rebound, goes back up with it, and, and just flat out misses a put-back layup. I mean, just an easy put-back touch, he misses it. Katie Johnson missed a wide-open layup earlier in the game. Out in transition, blows a layup. Crazy, crazy. And and talking – Zep Jasper, you know, the other night he had the two turnovers. I mean, and then tonight he, he we're in a clutch situation in the game, and he brings the ball over midcourt. And, and hey, shout-out to Josiah Jordan, Josiah Jordan, uh, great hands, got his hands up in the passing lane and uh, tipped the ball up and, and took it away from Zip. Kicked it up, and, and Tennessee hit a layup. I, I believe it was uh, Flanagan who tested it and tried to pin it up against the backboard, and, and Tennessee hit it. And uh, they went up 45-41 to 41 with 7.38 uh, left to go in the second half. And then KD uh, hit, a, hit a tough layup, uh, going cutting it to 45-43 to 43 with seven minutes left. And then uh, – Another big point in the game where I think Auburn, you know, just couldn't catch a break and it was a silly foul. And, and you know, like I said, we've been seeing it the past couple games and, and the Arkansas, Florida, and, and Tennessee game, they mirrored each other. Um, KD with a silly foul on uh, Ziggler with uh, 422 left, and he made all three of them. He made all, free, all three free throws, and uh, it was a 58-49 lead. Hello everyone, and I just wanted to give a quick rundown on the Anchor app and how I got my start with the Uptempo podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. 
Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So now, man, you know, like I said, he made all three free throws, a 58-49 to lead for Tennessee. And, I mean, come on. Why, why are you fouling a jump shooter? Why are you fouling a jump shooter? I don't get it. It's silly mistakes like this. Uh, Cambridge trying to get the ball down in, into the low post earlier and, and just throwing it right to the Tennessee guy. I mean, just Flanagan bringing the ball up the court. What are you doing with – with? I think it was Wendell Green right there next to you, and he dribbles to his left and kicks it to Kessler, and Kessler's not even looking. And it's just silly turnovers and mistakes like that, man. And, and I mean, just incredible, man. Auburn tried to battle back. Uh and and hey, they stole a couple balls off the uh, inbound pass, uh, and and Javari Smith hit a couple free throws, then hit a three with a four point play on it, and uh, and I cut it to a three point game under a minute left. I think that was like fifty eight seconds left. Cut it to a three point game, and like I said, they three games mirrored each other. All right, and sixty three sixty Tennessee brings the ball up, and um, Kennedy Chandler, man, I mean, can't say enough. Dude hit a tough shot. He, he went right down the middle of the lane, floated it up, got the got the home bounce, and and it, and it fell. And they took a sixty-five to sixty lead. And Wendell come back down the court and missed a three, and and that iced it. So, like I said, man, it, it you know is what it is. Um, Sixty-seven, sixty-two loss. Still got a chance with uh, everything in front of you, and uh, it, it's just it, it's just. It's a it's a tough it's a tough little stretch right now for Auburn. You know that their back end of their schedule um, really tough. A lot of tough road games, and uh, and they're battling some adversity right now. You know, I, I still believe Auburn is is a solid team, and I still believe that they can make a run in March. Don't get me wrong there. I'm not saying that they're going to uh, take an early exit. I'm saying that that possibility is is a little greater now because we're starting to see some weaknesses and some flaws, and it's concerning. It is. Um, I'm not even going to sit here and lie. It's concerning. Um, but, you know. Hey, you got to see how they fight back. Uh, they could get in the SEC tournament and, and get hot and and you know get back to their winning ways. So it's just a tough little break, man. And and uh, they got to battle through it and and hope their uh, their three guards with with Wendell and Zip and KD can get back on track and and get in the gym and get shots up and and see them start falling. So tough road loss and and get back. Wednesday night and and uh, at Mississippi State and get a victory and and control your own destiny coming back uh, next Saturday and playing South Carolina at the house so chance to win the SEC in front of your home crowd so that's uh that's what they got ahead of them and and you know hopefully they can they can win those last two games and get hot in the SEC tournament and and get a, a big one seed and and try to win six games in the tournament to be national champions so you know. Um, 
it is what it is, man. Three and three in your last six. Like I said earlier, three home wins, three road ills. It is what it is, man. Shake it off, knock the knock the rust off, and and get back at it. And you just keep playing basketball, and shooters keep shooting, and uh, and see if you can and work it out and get hot. So, I uh, I'm really proud of this Auburn team. You know, 25 and four. It's been a magical season. What can you say? You know, I, I mean, you know, I, I know we're mad because we lost. And I know we're upset, and it irritates me. I hate losing. It just sours my night. But, you know, hey, it's how the cookie crumbles sometimes, and and uh, and got to play better. Got to play better, cut down on the turnovers. I think Auburn had like 12 turnovers tonight. Uh, didn't, didn't have it in my notes. Should have. That's on me. I'm sorry to all my listeners. But uh, I think it was 12 turnovers, and um, – you know, got to cut down on the mistakes, bad passes, things of that nature, and uh, missing missing just little easy easy shots, missing wide open shots, people taking shots that, in my opinion, they shouldn't take. Um, you know, the the like I mentioned earlier, the Flanagan step back three and all that. I mean, that's just we look. We don't need Flanagan taking step back threes. We just don't. We don't. We don't need that. That is not. We don't need last year's Flanagan. Okay, I need Flanagan busting it on the defensive end, crashing the boards, uh, getting getting gritty, diving for loose balls. That's what I need Flanagan to do this year. And uh, and same thing with Cambridge, man. Cambridge, I I need you on the glass, big dog. Need you on the glass. Need you uh, playing playing gritty D and uh, and and getting after it on the boards. So that's my take on it. You know, hey, you might not agree with me with dancing on the logo or whatever, but it's my take on it, and I'm just not a huge fan of it. I'm not – I look, I know they're kids and they like to have fun and all that, but I'm just not a big fan of dancing on the logo. I just think it gets other teams fired up and uh, wants to, to beat the living piss out of you. So that's my take on it. And, and by the way, Auburn baseball – Walk-off home run today by Case and Howe over uh, over Yale four to three. They were down three to nothing and, and come back and and won that game in the bottom of the ninth and and about to play game two and we are going to break that down tomorrow. I'll, I'll go over both games. I'm about to sit down and watch game two and uh, we we're supposed to play we were supposed to play. Game two tomorrow is game three in the series, but uh, rain is apparently rolling in to Auburn, and then uh, they wanted to move it up so they could get the three-game set. Auburn has won the series. They they clinched that a while ago uh, on the walk-off home run, beating the Yale Bulldogs, I think it was like 12-1 to 1 last night. Can't Can't really remember right now. Don't have it in front of me, but – Tomorrow, when we break all that down, I certainly will have it for y'all, and uh, and we will go over it all. And I really want to talk about Auburn's bullpen and how lights out they've been, uh, including the day they were lights out. And I'm really enjoying it, and uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, a lot a lot of fun talking Auburn baseball. So hey, I appreciate you uh, appreciate you guys, and I really enjoy this, and I'm just so thankful. And like I said earlier, if you could, go to Spotify, go to Apple, leave a review, and 
I will catch you guys on the next one. I'm out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.